smartcast you are listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast pregnancy and parenthood these are the two choices we make for life for some of us it's a smooth ride for the rest of us it's sometimes even difficult to just begin regardless we find it worth our while so much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments one of the most notable being ivf so to make it a little easier at least at the beginning we bring to you this podcast ask the ivf expert is brought to you by parents of fertility powered by merk i'm your host deepthi ahuja and i will interview ivf experts from all over india to cover all sorts of questions you my dear would be parent might have in mind so are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts here we go there is a lot of discussion misconception even apprehension over the cost of an ivf treatment some say it's too expensive some say it's not as expensive as it's made out to be what we've understood is that because ivf treatments are customized according to each individual couple and their needs the cost can differ So in this episode let's find out the truth behind the cost of IVF treatments and how we can turn this cost into an investment for our future. To lend her expertise and over 15 years of experience we have with us Dr. Divya Sivaraman who's a medical director and fertility specialist at Shrishti Fertility Center Chennai. Hi Dr. Divya, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good too, a little tongue tied today. <laughs> Not at all. I'm very <laughs> impressed by the interview you gave. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> now let's just you know catch the bull by its horns. Uh, we keep hearing that uh, fertility treatments cost a lot, and mm. you know I'd really like to know on an average how much does one IVF treatment cost per cycle in India, and is there a difference between costing by the government and private centers? If so, why? it's it's great that you've opened up such a wonderful thing for you know parents to be because they are when they are trying to kind of get information about these kind of things it's kind of you know it can be very very confusing because when and they go online <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. totally agree because uh, when they go online you get like all sorts of information because different clinics practice different kind of protocols but on an average you know the an, an ivf cost can be anywhere between 1.5 lakhs to 3.5 lakhs so mm-hmm. uh, as you rightly said it has to be customized for every couple so there might be like a couple who are requiring less drugs or kind of and stimulations when compared to another set of kind of another pair basically so um yes it's like for any other service any other service in medical fraternity the government and the private sectors absolutely differ we can it's it's heaven and earth kind of difference and we can never compare the thing but um because in the government because there are so many resources and top level equipments which are readily available i'm not saying that the private centers do not have any of those it's just that it's more easily available for the government because the processing and licensing would be even more easier in the government setup but um we have real good expert people in the government so when they go and go to the government service yes they have really good you know service coming from there as well but when it comes to ivf 
it's it's fantastic that many states are starting to kind of think about free service for people, which is yeah. a great thing. Uh, by the government because uh, yes on one side we're dealing with population explosion but the government is respecting every couple to kind of parent a child that's fantastic so yes there is a difference between uh, government and private centers and the cost cannot be particularly told as to, it would be like so much like for any like for any other procedure but it can only be a range on an average interesting Now, what all does a basic um, IVF treatment cost per cycle, and uh, what processes, drugs, or treatment does it not include? Right, like so, a basic mm. IVF treatment uh, that everyone would have to undergo, and the drugs and processes and stuff that it doesn't include. If that sure. makes sense. Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, for any kind of IVF, let me just talk through like what happens in an IVF. So, um, this is I'm presuming that a couple have been kind of advised IVF for them, and then op- previous optimization, everything's already done, and all their regular blood checks have been done. And when at the start of an IVF cycle, they do some baseline blood checks on the second day of their cycle and some baseline scans as well. and then they would go in for serial scans and the stimulation drugs mm-hmm. so those form a big chunk of the ivf cost it can range between anywhere between 50 to 60000 and when we use different kinds of you know recombinant type of injections or gonadotropins the cost might go a little bit higher and again most of the guidelines say that they don't have to use recombinant stuff which are a little bit more expensive and we do kind of get about the same uh kind of results with the you know the the biosimilars as well that's what they they call it when i'm talking some medical jargon but then biosimilars yeah. are the ones yeah biosimilars are the drugs which are close to the actual originator drug but having similar effects okay okay so the most of the guidelines don't uh, particularly offer they don't say i we recommend to use only recombinant stuff because when when we use recombinant whatever is the amount of you know drug which is there is completely kind of delivered to the patient but when when we use biosimilars uh maybe a few percentage of drug might not kind of reach the patient because of the bioavailability but uh by and large we have similar results yeah and then uh in an ivf cycle the the other major step would be for the oocyte pickup which is the egg retrieval and mm-hmm. then the culture of the embryos and the uh, embryo transfer these are the ones which are kind of involved in an ivf package and most of the right. clinics would offer as a package of this what might not particularly be involved which might not be included in the package sometimes would be embryo freezing because mm-hmm. uh, or some of the clinics would offer the first set of embryos to be frozen if they have supernumerary embryos uh, like if they're having more than 10 embryos or so then that might wow. be added um, freezing cost yeah right. and then um, people might be going for what is called as assisted laser hatching where they make small kind of uh, holes on the outermost shell of the embryo if you like to make them implant better so those kind of ones um, assisted laser hatching or we might use what is called as embryo glue for for the obvious meaning that it would stick better for better implantation and these would cause these would be like added costs to the patient as such so as as a basic thing the day two blood checks the investigations the scans the consultations by the consultants and the oocyte retrieval and embryo culture would all come in the package right and that would that like you said cost anywhere between mm. 1.5 to 3.5 that's correct Lack. yeah yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I know it's exorbitant, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. It sounds like an investment, to be very honest. <laughs> you know, I wish I could say that because you are fighting for, um, you know, a success rate of around thirty to forty percent. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, when when a couple go through this, it's also the consultant who are going through like an exam. You know, and yeah. uh, to 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 be realizing that there are more chances of failing this exam than to pass it <laughs> is kind of very discouraging. And many a times I've thought like fertility is like most depressing than oncology because on a daily day to day basis we need to deal with failures. But yeah. yes, I mean there are many people who get pregnant in the first shot or in the second shot. So it's definitely, if you like to call it investment, yes, you could say. Yeah, I mean people kind of invest in stocks and bonds and you know sure. so such things <laughs> where they think people lose money, people gain money. It's like that, right? Investment True. could go both ways. Um, That's correct. But, you know, I've heard that uh, over and above the basics, cost varies, uh, you know, depending upon the age of the couple, the length of the infertility and the actual physical condition of the female reproductive system. Could you explain why it happens and how does that happen? Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you because um, age is the single most important factor which would determine uh, the egg quality or the ovarian reserve that matter. And uh, these days, the male partner's age also matters. Yeah. And the length of infertility, there are multiple guidelines or kind of studies which have proven that the more the length of trying, the more chances that they more time to pregnancy, if you like. Mm. So it could be for various reasons which are undiagnosed as well. Because especially the most recent uh, cause being endometriosis, and sometimes um, pelvic inflammatory disease is another thing in our country with pelvic tuberculosis completely going undiagnosed, and uh, you know resulting in severe pelvic adhesions or uh, thickening of or swelling of the tubes as well. Mm. So. And when we find out, so these kind of comorbidities like endometriosis or, you know, pelvic inflammatory diseases and uh, especially reduced ovarian aging, which is not very uncommon these days. We have like younger women coming these days with very less ovarian reserve for for various other reasons, you could say. And there, there have been multiple studies across the world where we, they had compared the our Indian women's um, ovarian aging with, with that of Spanish women. And they had seen that uh, a 30-year-old Indian woman's ovarian um, you know, reserve is the same as that of a 37-year-old Spanish woman. Yeah. So th- that's that's how our kind of ovarian aging is going. And the total fertility rate is actually coming down. Uh, so that's the reason when, when a woman's ovarian kind of reserve is low, that directly means that we are going to have to give more injections and more kind of, you know, recombinant injections, like I told you before, uh, mm-hmm. to kind of get them to kind of produce more uh, eggs so that we have more close to normal, chromosomally normal blastocysts, uh, which was the day five embryos, which will result in a baby. <laughs> wow. No pressure at all, ladies. No pressure at all. <laughs> also, I would like to mention that to our listener, uh, in case you don't know what we are talking about, you can always go and check out the previous episodes on Ask the IVF Expert. We've covered, uh, you know, various diseases, uh, various disorders of the reproductive system. So please, please go ahead, check it out. Uh, now, Dr. Divya, you mentioned that... Um, you know, the government is also coming forth and they are also trying their level best to get the fertility rate up, right? And right. Uh, 
West Bengal's first free IVF clinic is also coming up very very soon. Uh mm-hmm. now there's always an apprehension that anything that's free isn't the most effective, yeah. right? This is the Indian mindset. You can't help that's it. True. <laughs> that's correct. So yeah. what what kind of couples would qualify for free treatments and is it actually worth it? Is the free treatment actually worth it? definitely because back in the uk when i used to kind of work in the nhs um when a couple have been trying for they've been together for more than 2 years they've been trying for kind of more than 2 years they were eligible for at least 3 rounds of ivf which is fantastic and i've always wow. thought that our country has to come up with something like that and um uh, you know and uh we could actually do that to be honest because we have like really good doctors in the government sector and uh, actually at least in tamil nadu we do see there are fertility research centers which are attached to the government places and i mean there are many times when people cannot completely afford we usually kind of refer them to the government setup where they do yeah. laparoscopy the basic uh, fertility workup and the advanced fertility workup and this is just one step ahead and where they're going to because at this level they are doing up to iuis which is artificial insemination where the woman has to kind of pay for her own injections or they could kind of get hold of the companies which would kind of give them at the cost price which is basically half what of what would cost which is which is great you know and um if with that if they get pregnant it's great but this big kind of initiative is really really good in initiative for the fact that i mean a great subhash dr subhash mukhopadhyay like he started off um from west bengal and then he would have seen like Uh, a great future in fertility if at all he yeah. was not being like critically um you know um uh, abused by the politicians then and then he sadly committed suicide the, mm-hmm. india would have been like on the map in it, it would have been even now it's the hub for kind of fertility because right. people from across the world they come here for treatment but it things would have gone to a whole new level had he been alive with us but um it's it's fantastic that they're taking this initiative and slowly if all the the whole I mean, at least they should make it like uh two two rounds of ivf is free or something like that and mm-hmm. it it would it would mean great and uh, people who've been to the private sector would really appreciate the government service like like you said like if it's given free it's not well appreciated but yeah. people do kind of you know in a, in a big way approach the government sector or for many reasons one because they have really good because it's it's like super specialty and you you have the luxury of all specialties being there and then um you know you, you don't have to run around for you know a specialty in in within the reproductive medicine as well because we 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 are kind of integral with other specialties like urology or andrology and stuff they don't have to run around for that and yeah. they could just get everything under the same roof that's that's fantastic and they would soon kind of definitely appreciate the um the free treatment that government actually gives it's, it's so good to yeah. know from a doctor yeah. who's not really i mean you know i mean you you have nothing to do with the costing or anything anyway exactly right? you, correct it's so yeah. good to know from someone like you that this kind of free ivf clinic or the treatment uh, you know that they offer it's actually worth our while Uh, absolutely yeah yeah mm-hmm. um 
but you know some people might not qualify of course when something's offered for free then you have to qualify to be able to avail those services um mm. so uh, you know my next question uh, dr divya is uh, mm. does insurance cover ivf in india if yes uh, then is it fully covered or partially covered and are there any other ways to cover the cost if a couple can only afford the treatment to an extent um insurance yes there are certain companies where when kind of uh, women work in a particular company for more than 2 years or so they do have their private insurance made or the company insurance which usually wow. covers yeah that's great actually so many many times yes we'll have to write every day's injection in a separate prescription sheet as part of a yeah. kind of thing for us but actually we don't mind because it it covers a big chunk of cost uh, you know for them and um uh, it yes as you rightly said it's partially covered many times if a employee is if an employee is really kind of important to them they can just push it to a different when a higher level where they can kind of uh, you know um uh divert funds a little bit more for them particularly right. uh but there are uh, there are certain banks which offer insurance for like a uh 0% interest and stuff like that and that's quite welcome and then many people have been benefited by that but i would say that you know sometimes they would just blindly refuse um say for example uh, a woman has like really bad pain or she presents with very very bad pain during mm-hmm. cycles or you know she presents with an acute abdomen and we go ahead doing laparoscopy for them and we find out that she has bad endometriosis we treat them and also whilst we are there because she's not had babies we check the tubes and find out that it's it's patent it's just an add on kind of thing mm-hmm. and sometimes these insurance companies they just say that uh did you do it for fertility it's like no we didn't do it for fertility we, we did it for kind of an acute abdomen and mm-hmm. then the, the minute you say yes we also did it for fertility because we're not completely lying there uh they would say they would just reject it offhand i don't think that's the right thing to do because the oh. woman has gone through pain and then uh it's not they, they can't just blindly kind of reject a insurance just because the woman was also trying to have a baby and because they do, they do see like if she's already had babies yes if she's not had babies they just blindly say sometimes i'm not talking about i'm not generalizing with all the insurance companies sure. because the, and they do just say that they just blindly kind of cancel the whole insurance that's not good and after all they've been they've been paying for that that's a different yeah. level of cancel culture <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's great yeah. yeah wow that could be more painful yeah, yeah. than uh, actually i i don't know i mean that's that's such a huge rejection so is mm. there a way mm. to are there other ways uh you know mm. to cover costs and uh, to not really you know face this kind of rejection <laughs> um yeah like i said we we're not completely lying to an insurance company but then uh when when they actually come with things like this probably mm-hmm. we can actually say that they share actually come from acute abdomen so that she can actually completely kind of you know claim the insurance okay right. and again we're not lying there at all Hmm. and there should there should be people at the side of the I mean from the insurance company side who can actually individualize 
and talk to the patient or the doctor as to what is the individual case scenario and then accordingly whether to kind of go ahead with the grant or kind of reject it that's one way of doing it and the other way of doing it is optimization i cannot kind of emphasize more on that because um when you reduce weight before going to an ivf mm. you obviously would be requiring less amount of gonadotropin to stimulation drugs right. so these kind of kind of optimization before we actually get into because this will um actually work on people who are having a less lesser ovarian reserve or who are expected to have a poor response in IVF so well, before we kind of move on to an IVF we we actually kind of tell them um just reduce your weight and kind of you know um how much ever you can and um do all sorts of optimization if you like so that you know the amount of medicines that you require would be lesser and also sometimes we could purchase it from the online uh, pharmacies where they would sometimes give it as a 20% kind of discount or something like that or sometimes get a hold of a medical rep who's a good friend of you you could directly <laughs> kind of purchase versus we we give all sorts of kind of ideas to the patients so that you know the overall thing can actually kind of come down Uh, in a in a big way sometimes Lovely. we kind of uh, do it as a csr activity we get in touch with like big corporates mm-hmm. who can uh, actually kind of uh, you know um, uh, sponsor a couples ivf or something for free or or we encourage people who got pregnant with fertility treatment to kind of you know uh, donate for another couples ivf and we do things like that you know uh, sometimes it works and sometimes um, we do kind of um, do crowdfunding not not a big way then, yeah um, <laughs> whatever helps <laughs> to kind that's, of reduce the cost that's actually amazing i mean so basically more and more empathy is required and more information Absolutely. is required for everybody mm. to be able to optimize any mm. one cycle uh, whether mm. it be the insurance companies whether it be the doctors whether it be the couple who are trying to mm. have a baby everybody needs to be on the same page on the same uh, you know on the same board to actually correct, be correct. able to amazing i just wanted to kind of add one more thing that we do Absolutely. here um in our own place there's something called minimal stimulation ivf where we do kind of lesser amount of stimulation to the, to a woman let's say for example um uh, the male partner has severe male infertility for which uh, he requires you know the the couple require an ivf and say the woman is absolutely fine so mm-hmm. what we do is we do what is called as a minimal stimulation ivf or in our place in our own center we call it as green ivf where we focus on the follicles or the eggs which are naturally recruited for that particular cycle and give very minimal stimulation and we just focus on four or five eggs that we get for that particular cycle and try to get the pregnant so this way uh, what a woman would be requiring for an iui like an intrauterine insemination the same same stimulation we give for an ivf and mm-hmm. we get retrieve the eggs so that uh discomfort as well you know there's less discomfort less cost and you know less hospital stay less complications so this way um we can actually kind of reduce the cost as well i i thought i'll just add on this as well thank you so much for bringing this up <laughs> this is i think something that uh, a lot of people might not know of that this is mm. a way out and uh, because also because we don't discuss uh, the male infertility so much in true. india right so that's um, true thank you so much for sharing that i think a lot of people will be benefited from uh, Uh, this fact that you just stated this method now 
considering the fact that you know couples are recommended to have only one IVF baby at a time what are some hmm. of the ways to reduce costs for the next cycle if they wish to have another baby uh, you know via IVF and of course hmm. there is egg freezing but i don't really know how much it costs and you know hmm. it would really help the listeners as well great um number 1 Uh, you'd be surprised to know the amount of pregnancies that happen after the first IVF. Actually, mm-hmm. so the the first IVF, um, many many couples who've got pregnant with uh, IVF for their first child, they get naturally pregnant, and you know this even happens in people where we had done IVF for. male factor infertility because the stress about getting pregnant is all gone and for some reason that the pregnancy is the last thing that actually looking for or expecting and they mm-hmm. they get surprisingly they get pregnant and then many of them have come back you know surprised uh, with surprise pregnancies at 20 nice. weeks and so again yeah so that's a fantastic thing but uh, people who go through IVF it's a very very good thing to freeze their embryos when they have surplus embryos the many people say that uh, as soon as they get because um, most of the clinics they would kind of hold the embryos for a year and whatever they pay for kind of keeping the embryos would be for a year and after that they usually contact the couples whether to kind of retain the embryos or discard them or use for research purposes and um, it's very important that they continue to carry on kind of preserving their embryos mm-hmm. only because um the embryos are much younger than what they are right now and uh, with right. increasing age the chance of you know getting chromosomally abnormal babies to increase so those embryos they've already gone through ivf already gone through injections and god knows how they would um, you know um, get stimulated if they're going to go through a new ivf and they are at least 3 or 4 years older than what they were at least few years before when they had the first ivf so every time it's always better to have their embryos frozen than to kind of choose not to that's one way of doing it right um yes as you rightly said uh, oocyte freezing is a good option but when you actually know the partner and you're in a stable relationship oocyte freezing although it's not experimental anymore and we've had over kind of 9000 babies across the world uh it's still you know comparative to an embryo freezing oocyte freezing might not have the best success hmm. so if they know who the partner is and if they're in a stable relationship i think it's always better to go for an embryo freezing and the cost wise they like i said in the pre- for the previous question they could go for a minimal stimulation ivf because they are in no stress of you know having to parent a baby as such because they were already done that take it's already done and if they, they should always approach the treatment with like if it happens it's great otherwise it's no big deal so that's mm-hmm. how i think they should approach the treatment so that they would completely qualify for a minimal stimulation ivf as well and um that's like one way of looking at things for a second ivf nice i mean uh to be honest uh, i've you know i of course i have my own personal vested interest in this podcast i definitely want to know more about ivf um, okay but uh, this conversation is making me feel so much more lighter <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> yeah um that all thanks to you uh now if for some reason you know and the most relevant these days being that the couple is covid affected if a couple hmm. needs to take a break during the ivf cycle hmm. are there any additional costs that they will need to cover and if so what are, what do they look like 
if the couple have got tested say for example on day 2 they come uh, because the guideline says like they have to start kind of testing um on on the start of the treatment and then just prior to oocyte pickup and then just before transfer as well so if on day 2 they check positive no harms done they can always cancel the cycle give it right. two weeks time and then they can always try in the same and then next cycle mm-hmm. and uh, if they kind of whilst during the stimulation or just prior to oocyte pickup uh, she's kind of had it and if the woman has had a you can't completely cancel with during the stimulation or three or four days down the stimulation if she has got you know become become covid one of them has got become covid positive yes again at that point we can cancel the cycle mm-hmm. yes it would mean like few thousands or more uh, 10000 or 20000 rupees right uh, but still they are much safer you know because you do not know how they're going to kind of react in you know if we carry on with the stimulation but after giving the final kind of uh, trigger injection and they're about just about to kind of have their expecta i think the doctors just have to use all the covid pro- protocols and then go ahead doing the retrieval and definitely freezing so that they go through the two week uh, quarantine and then they can think about um, because this is the era of mostly many many of the clinics are practicing ohss free status only because they are doing a freeze all technique there so they can always freeze and this in a doesn't kind of actually increase the cost in a very very big way because most of the clinics at least in our clinic if we do not do the transfer we kind of reduce the cost in the overall package because they didn't have the transfer and that has a submiss kind of an allotted amount kind of ascertained to that um if they do not have the embryo transfer that cycle we kind of reduce 20000 and if they if they're going to come back for a frozen embryo transfer it's not going to kind of really increase the cost in a big way uh, and thereby uh, most of the clinics they kind of uh, work on what is called as time to pregnancy So if we see if we freeze all the embryos and mm-hmm. then use them in the next cycle actually in most of the studies they don't uh, they have not seen a big increase in the time to pregnancy so that's the thing mm. interesting so basically it's it's just a couple of thousand bucks i mean uh, 10000 20000 you know depending correct, upon correct. your yeah. situation depending upon the clinic that and depending upon the treatment um and mm. so if if you do require to take a break for whatever reason you mm. should right yeah i think you should because this for all practical purposes this is a desire and this is something we can actually manipulate to a certain extent like you can always um you know decide when to have the transfer when to and um it's not a disease it's it's only a desire and we can always say okay i don't want to do it i just want to take a holiday and come back it's yeah that can be done as well lovely so, it's it's good to know because yeah. a lot of people also the fact that it is a stressful uh, period for any absolutely. couple absolutely uh, mm-hmm. you know going on undergoing an ivf treatment even if they want to take a break for their mental health or physical health they should ideally do that it doesn't matter as much um and in fact it will only be beneficial right um, definitely yeah and then apart from that a couple of things that you know uh, you've mentioned is that uh, now that the government is also Uh, you know weighing in in terms of uh, you know having free clinics free ivf clinics mm. people should actually utilize that and if you can't if you don't qualify for it go for the insurance option it's partially covered also work for a company that's actually <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, going to like it. me for this 
<laughs> I know, but still, it's something. It's it's you know these kind of things people don't really talk about, and it should be talked about. Um, mm. um, you there are various ways to cover costs. Um, yeah, that one other I I might want to add is like you could probably you know uh, choose the clinics definitely you know what uh, based on what their success rate is and based on what the testimonials and reviews mm. are, and then probably actually request to the clinic that but they are genuinely kind of if they are struggling most of the clinics would actually come down and help them and uh, the sometimes then to kind of negotiate saying that that clinic is offering like that because it actually hits them you know they would because most of us are doing not for the commercial purpose of it because we just want to get them pregnant at some point yeah but there there have been times like we've done IVF for 10000s or 20000 <laughs> because we just wanted to get them pregnant and can see them go with the baby right. so uh, then to kind of negotiate with the clinic if they actually put down and say like this is what we can afford because it doesn't stop with that to be honest you know because most of the IVF pregnancies yes uh, we do say like after they've got pregnant it's all fine I mean, we cannot completely say that because they do keep coming back for various other reasons and sometimes we might have to do little kind of um you know high expensive tests just to make sure the baby is all right. right and the cost doesn't just stop with just an ivf and it's kind of oh. there are so many hidden expenditure along with that yeah um so that they have to realize and they have to idly before they are going for any kind of fertility treatment or at least ivf they should try and kind of save up before they mm. uh, they actually go because mm. um you know you don't want to be like caught up right in the kind of middle of a treatment thinking that I, oh gosh i've run out of all the kind of fun just adds kind of to thing. the stress right yeah yeah we don't want that that's the last thing we want because the, yeah. your life could have been completely different and then yeah. you've pushed yourself into a completely kind of not so comfortable zone and then right. um, you know you're struggling with that it's not the right thing to do yeah know, it makes a lot of sense yeah. and yeah. apart from all these you know um pearls of wisdom that you have imparted here and no pun intended <laughs> and no uh, sarcasm here to be very honest they are very very um insightful uh, sort of points that you've picked up one mm-hmm. point um that i would like to you know sort of reiterate uh for anyone who's listening to this podcast is never compare because you're a different person you're a part of a different kind of a couple and um you know the person you might be wanting to compare yourself to is very different from you uh, in terms of age in terms of you know the reproductive system that you collectively have uh in terms of uh you know the circumstances so just try not to compare and uh, take a break if need be uh, it is stressful but the more prepared you are the better it is thank you so much uh, dr divya for your time this has been lovely oh i i felt so good i felt like you know i um i was just talking to a friend and actually a colleague i should say because you have so much knowledge in you and i think you could perhaps you know become a you know an expert in giving advice so it's it's great that i could i was able to share the same platform as yours and uh, i i hope you do kind of more of these programs to get them all educated and at the end of the day make them all parents and get their dream come true Thank you so much. You just made God my bless. day. Woohoo. <laughs> God bless. Thank you.
That's it for this episode. We'll be back with another one super soon. Until then, chin up, yar. Or koi bhi sawal ho, to reach out to us at HT Health Shots. That is HT H E A L T H S H O T S. For updates on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast. That is HT S M A R T C A S T. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Clubhouse, LinkedIn. You name it. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazariye se. You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.